What is up, everybody? This is Brayden from Flint Mastering, and I am the host and content curator of the Mixing Music Podcast exclusive episodes. And today we have for you an exclusive archive, which means you're going to hear an exclusive episode that DK and I recorded almost a year ago. You're going to have the chance to hear what our exclusive episodes are all about and how much fun and learning goes on between me and DK as we discuss technical tips and important techniques in relation to producing music mixing, and mastering. If you enjoy this episode and you'd like to be a part of the exclusive content we provide twice a week, you can do so by heading over to mixingmusicpodcast.com forward slash exclusive. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. And we couldn't do this podcast without you. I hope you enjoy this episode of the exclusive archives. And with that, happy mixing, my friends, and stay saucy. yet another exclusive subscriber-only episode of the Mixing Music Podcast. I'm your host for today and until the end of 2023, Brayden from Flint Mastering, and joining me are two beta males, Daddy DK and James Dean. What's up, betas? That's the that's the <laughs> deprecation that I enjoy. Yeah. I'll, yeah. So is that I'll, the right I'll, word? I'll, I'll throw out a quick fact. Um, the, the term alpha... The guy who discovered it, uh, studying wolves and stuff, he actually disproved the concept of an alpha wolf like 20 years later when he tried to go back out and recreate the experiment. And so what he thought were alpha wolves were actually just parents of a bunch of cubs. So the whole alpha wolf narrative is actually a lie. Just well, it's back. not a lie in this group because I'm obviously yeah, the leader. we're not bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. we're humans, not yeah. wolves. All, all three of us just dominate this world. <laughs> <laughs> we just should just invite people on the show and just tear them yeah, apart. What, yeah, what are you, yeah, what are you talking about? We, we, yeah, we just sit. Uh, what, have you seen that TikTok channel? It's like, be a man. He's like. Having yeah. issues with your life? Don't go to therapy. Just drink a lot more. Yeah. Be a man. <laughs> Hold it all in. Be a man. <laughs> when you go to a barber shop, just sit there all silent and miserable. Be a man. <laughs> and they always laugh afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic one. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's get into this episode. Cool. Well, speaking of somebody who in the world of mixing and recording is not a beta, but is definitely mm-hmm. an alpha, mm-hmm. Jakir Just King. like us. Just like just, us. Just like right? us. <laughs> just like or us. it could be Jakiri. I can never remember. Uh, I think it's Jakir. It's spelled really weird. Whatever. Yeah, yep. But in this clip, Jakir King is going to talk to us about his mix bus chain. Is It, it is in a Mix with the Masters Q&A. So we'll hear the question, and then he'll give us his advice on a mix bus chain. So without further ado, here we go. Jakir King, roll the tape my mix bus uh chain these days on the uh on the stereo bus i've um i've i always use a sontech eq um and i i typically daisy chain two eqs together for a while there i was using a couple of uh uh quad eight mic uh eqs and uh, just using them for a little bit of uh, high frequency boost. I like to EQ my mix bus because, you know, instead of adding 
um, three, four, five dB of high frequency to everything individually. I like to just get a head start and put a nice curve. I balance the mix and um, I just balance the mix without doing a lot of treatment to it. Just kind of get a rough idea, make sure my gain structure looks relatively in a decent starting place. And then I'll EQ um, with the Sontech um, kind of a specific thing, clean up the bottom end, control the mid-range a little bit, open the, the top up. Um, uh, and lately, uh, I've been in a habit of using two EQs um, and uh, for various reasons. Uh, but it's, sometimes it's because of the style of the EQ and, I, and, I, and the sound of the EQ. All righty, DK and James. So we got to hear from Jakir about his mix bus chain. He, he talked a lot about daisy chaining two EQs together. He likes to EQ his mix bus rather than going into a bunch of little different individual tracks and EQ them all at once. Um, and he likes to, I like something he said, he, he said he likes to balance the mix without doing a lot of treatment to it. So James, tell us why you chose this clip, what you liked about it, and then we'll get DK's thoughts on it as well. Yeah, I just thought it was an interesting concept of um, I believe this process is because he he puts he if I understood him correctly he puts on the EQ at the beginning of the mix and not at the very end, and so I I thought it was just an interesting idea of like doing mixbook processing at the beginning. I think it's called like top down processing, uh, top down mixing, and I don't know, I think it's kind of cool like a cool idea where he 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 decides the tone of the mix like right off the get go and then he kind of mixes from there to get everything figured out. And I also thought it was interesting how he said sometimes he uses two EQs uh, to do different things on there. Um, but yeah, that's that's one that I know I've messed around with that concept, uh, like doing a whole mix bus chain at the very beginning of the mix once I get everything figured out. I used to do that back in the day and I haven't done as much anymore, but it seems, it seems like a cool little concept to mess around with. So my favorite part of Hakire Kang's... Uh, <laughs> Spot on. So that was a really <laughs> dumb joke. <laughs> You're like, I don't know how it's pronounced. It's actually Hakire Kang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <clears throat> well, I wonder if he uses multiple EQs based on like uh, hardware um, limitations. Like he it sounds like he says, I'm using a Sontech and a Quad 8. Um, but anyway, the point is, is that he starts off with EQing the mix bus. This is this concept was actually first introduced to me from an old channel, Chris uh, Graham Cochran, who no longer does this channel, but uh, the Recording Revolution talked about this one on his few episodes with Top Down Mixing. He talked about it might be a good idea to, you know, start the mix from the mix bus, see what you can get away with, and then do the individual stuff later uh, to say in order to save time. I've never done that myself, but I've heard that and um, have tried it. It didn't work for me. But <clears throat> I know that that's like a really great way that some people do. And I didn't know that that's what he did. It's very interesting that he was, he did. Um, I like that concept, especially from as like a, like higher end mixing as he does. Um, typically the mix is already done and they just want people to like finish it off, yeah. you know, at that high of a level, like from the labels and A&R and managers and stuff. So um, limiting yourself from doing most of the mixing through a mix bus <clears throat> Or starting off with just doing a little bit of EQ to open up the... T he said to... What did he say? He specifically said to control the bottom end. Sorry. He said to clean up the bottom end, to control the mid-range, and to open the top end. Like doing that through some sort of subtle mix bus EQ uh, sounds like a great way to start off a mix that is already typically usually pretty close to done by the time you already get it. 
Mm-hmm. How do you think though that works with like when he's got to bounce stems, like for the delivery? Yeah, that, that's the inefficient way to do it. So right, that's the thing. In my mind, I'm trying speaking, to think of how he does that. So like typically speaking, when you bounce stems. When you do a lot of mix bus processing, you're going to have to bounce each individual stem through your mix bus processing. So that's why Bounce Butler exists is because when you do the, that way, the old school way um, or the traditional way, you have to do a full online bounce of however many minutes the song is for each individual bus grouping or stem. So you have to sit there, wait for it to bounce for a couple minutes, and then you have to like mute or solo the next stem and then bounce that through the mix bus. And then you have to go to the next one, solo that and bounce that through the mix bus. That's why Bounce Butler exists Oof. is because it would automatically like do that. It would automatically bounce the stems for you. Um now that being said, like, yeah, that's why I don't do it that way. If depending on the project, sometimes I will go out of my way if it's like a really high end paying client, but I, I avoid doing it that way. If I can, I don't do any mix plus processing for like normal budget, uh, STEM bounces. Awesome. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother topic, but, um, that is something to be aware of. The more mix bus processing you do, the the potentially the more annoying the bounces for the stem is going to be. Stems are going to be. So just be yeah. aware of that. For me, that does seem that's more a apl- different applicable conversation. in terms of stem bouncing for buses. Like kind yeah. of approaching some of them in that way too, of like maybe figuring out the overall sound and then figuring out the little things afterwards. Yeah. So I do like mix the buses. I do like kind of midway top down because I don't start on the mix bus. I start on like the buses. You know, I like to do that. I like to do as little processing as possible, like, you know, make more money per hour. But also, like, usually clients are happier if you don't change it too much. I mean, this is a conversation that we have often, James, is like, yeah, like, like changing the mix too much, even if it's in a good, like, if it's not, like, it's hard to find an obviously better direction. It's like, you should, you know, it's like, it's different. Yeah. Directions are subjective. So it's just like, um, you want to change very little, especially the higher up you go. Yeah. That is something that I feel like most noob mixers will do. Like if I hear like oftentimes like the rough is better than the, than the uh, rough is better than the mix. And it's like, that sometimes like happens, like even it happens to me, but if it like, if it's like really happens all the time, like you're just changing too much. It doesn't mean that you're bad. It might just mean you're changing too much. Yeah. Yeah, that was like or you my, were sent stems my, incorrectly. Yeah, yeah, that was like one of my biggest uh, changes since I came out here and like kind of started. You started giving me feedback and stuff. Is realizing I need to just trust the rough more and go from there. Amen. Amen, brother. Right, Braden. Like you're just when every time you master a track, you're just trying to give it a new life. Just change its identity. You know, do a hair transplant. <laughs> I am trying you know. to make it sound as different as I possibly can, so everyone knows it went through Flint mastering. Hell yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I'm talking. That is alpha male. Yeah, because it's yeah. about you. Not people the song. don't like it. If people it's, don't like it, guess what? The PayPal invoice is still coming through either way. So I don't give a shit. <laughs> you could do what the, is, the 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 Algae brothers do, where um, if they don't use your mix or your master, they still have to they have to pay you more and stuff. So they have to use it. That's actually a really good yep. idea. Cool. Well, that's a good note to end on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap up there. So James, go ahead and I'm now doing the finger from last episode. Wrap it up. Okay, okay. Um 
<laughs> I was gonna say. DK is now wrapping DK up his nipples. Wrapping up, and Braden's just fingering everywhere. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We very much appreciate all that you do. Uh, we appreciate you guys donating every month. We love doing this and giving you all of our little brain biddies for you to munch on. Feel free to go check out the Mixing Music Podcast slash sponsors. You can find some good deals there. And without further ado, DK, send us home. You know what? You know what I think? The advice that I have for the end of this episode is your refrigerator stinks, okay? What you need to do is you need to get some baking soda. Well, first off, you need to clean your refrigerator every once in a while. We're not talking like every day, but clean it every once in a while, okay? And then put like a little tub or a jar of baking soda in there. You deodorize that shit. I think that's some good advice. You know, you don't want your friend to come in, bust your door down, open up your fridge without you asking him being disgusted by the smell. You know, you don't want that. It's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. That's that's really embarrassing. You know, so happens embarrassing. to all of us. Happens to all of us. Just stinky fridges. So, what you know, are you talking about? <laughs> so, uh, clean your fridge, use some baking soda, have a good day. Is episodes once a week not enough for you? Or are you looking for more technical information from the Mixing Music Podcast? Well, guess what? Now you can. You can subscribe to our exclusive content and triple the amount of episodes that you get access to. That's right. Instead of the free once a week episodes, you get three episodes a week for only $4 a month or $40 a year. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash exclusive to get access to those episodes now. Is episodes once a week not enough for you? Or are you looking for more technical information from the Mixing Music Podcast? Well, guess what? Now you can. You can subscribe to our exclusive content and triple the amount of episodes that you get access to. That's right. Instead of the free once a week episodes, you get three episodes a week for only $4 a month or $40 a year. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash exclusive to get access to those episodes now.